Blog Talk Radio. It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Festival Radio Show with me, Janice Malone here. Glad you could join us as always. And so, well, I don't know about you. Is, is it is it beginning to look or feel a lot like Christmas for you? Is it? I don't know. For me, it's, I'm just not feeling it for some reason this year. I don't know if it's... I actually felt it more last year, so I don't know what it is. But I'm just not feeling it yet. Not to say this is not going to happen for me, but right now, I'm just not feeling it. I'm, I really, I'm not kidding. But that doesn't mean that you are having the same thing. Hopefully, you are getting your Christmas holiday shopping done. Uh, many of us are doing things online, which is also convenient. But I kind of miss malls. Do you miss shopping malls? I kind of miss them. Yeah, I really do. I kind of miss them. Um, maybe... After Christmas, I might venture out to see what's going. I haven't been to a mall in over a year. That's bad, I guess. But anyway, what is good? We have a show for you. Uh, to further speak uh, speak of gifts, I will be telling you about an item, uh, a jacket, actually a really nice cold weather jacket that uh, I received a sample of it in the mail a few weeks ago. And here in Vegas, of course, you know it's warmer here more than anything, but I finally got the opportunity to wear it, style it, and enjoy it, and I'm going to be telling you more about it shortly here, but uh, first of all, let's get to our first guest. We have two guests for this show. We have a beautiful, very talented actress, and then we have uh, a contestant on a new Disney Plus channel show called Foodtastic. And I will tell you all about it starting right now. Foodtastic. There uh, will be 11 episodes. It's an 11-episode series, and it starts on December 15th. You can download the whole series and just binge watch like we all love to do while we're pigging out and eating our favorite snacks and such as that. So anyway, again, it's on the Disney Plus Network is 11 full episodes, and I'll tell you, obviously, it's about food if it's called Foodtastic. So you foodies and people who love to see food competition shows, this is your show. Uh, this show is hosted by actress Kiki Palmer. I better say actress, television host, and personality Kiki Palmer, because she forgot she also does music. Uh, along with uh, New York City Cakes founder, Chef Benny Rivera. And then they have a, a panel of celebrity judges for this show. Now, this is a, a show where highly skilled artists, food artists, and they create these these really elaborate fancy, extravagant scenes, uh, and, and these really larger-than-life sculptures that are made entirely out of food. Yeah, from, I mean, imagine a whole scene made from foods. I mean, we're talking about vegetables, fruits, cheese, butter. They can do this thing. Um, and they take these, these food, uh, these everyday foods and they transform them into beautiful works of art. You will be just amazed at what you will see, uh, of what these people can do with food. And each episode is rooted and based in the Disney IP, and the food-based bills are all an extension of that whole world, that whole Disney IP world. Now, in each self-contained episode, there will be three teams of food artists as they transform these iconic characters into these really masterpieces of art that tell a story from Disney's legendary IP. Again, these foods are sculptures, and they will be judged by the panel 
panel of celebrity judges. They will be judged purely on their design, their technical skills, and the narrative, but not necessarily by taste. Okay? And this is what I really like about this show. Any unused food from each competition will be donated to local food banks. Now, I think that is just awesome. I often wonder about with these different food uh, television competition food shows uh, about what the leftover food. Now, now I've got my answer there. So um, that brings me to our guest. Yes, our guest is uh, one of the competitors on this show. And she is from where my neck of the woods used to be there in the uh, Nashville area. She, she's uh, from the Brentwood, Tennessee area, which is a beautiful area portion of Nashville. And it's uh, it's like a, it's almost like a storybook place, part of the world. It's just so gorgeous and beautiful. You know, all of Nashville is beautiful, but um, Brentwood is especially a gorgeous place. And so, uh, we're waiting for her to come on. We're, our guest is Jenna Smith, and she, as I said, she is one of the competitors on Foodtastic, and so she has a lot going on. She's um, she, she does she has her own business. She's a mom. She's a wife, uh, and now she is a regular competing person on these various food shows, these food competition shows. And I just think, what a a great side gig to have. You're on national television uh, competing on these various TV shows, these various food television shows. So anyway, uh, I've got the green light flashing that Jenna is on board here. So let's bring Jenna Smith from beautiful Britwood, Tennessee, which again is a suburb of beautiful Nashville. So let's bring her on board to get more information about how did she get on the show and uh, how do you get on shows like this? I mean, do people invite you? Do you get, do you compete uh, in in a separate audition or just how is that done? Well, we're going to find out from Jenna uh, okay, I thought that was her. That was somebody else. So let's bring her. Now it's reco- uh, recording. Now it's, um, okay, yeah, we have her right now. So let's bring Jenna on. Jenna Smith from Foodtastic, one of the new uh, food shows, competition shows on the Disney Plus channel that you can download starting December 15th. All 11 episodes are ready for you to start watching and enjoying. So let's bring this Jenna on right now. Well, all right, Miss Jenna, we have you here, and you are one of the contestants on uh, Disney Plus upcoming new show, Foodtastic. So, yes. tell, I mean, I know a little bit about the, the, the show, uh, but tell us more about the show and how did you end up on this? Sounds like a fun show here. I mean, this show is going to be absolutely incredible. And I say that as a person who has, one, worked in the food industry for quite a while, but also has done um, a few other different uh, television shows. And this one is like nothing else that anyone has seen. It is going to be just incredible. Um, it's it's more focused on the food artists themselves and the type of, like, over-the-top amazing displays they can make based on Disney's just massive catalog. Um, and it's more about the camaraderie between the artists and everyone getting to showcase their skill set than the competitive nature that is on a lot of these shows that have been on the air. Um, so that was one reason why I was absolutely on board and wanted to take part in it because Disney is just such a warm and like loving environment. And you'll see that in how happy everyone is and how, um, like, just excited they are to show off everything they can do in the food world. Uh, And the other reason I really wanted to take part in this show um, and what made it a lot different than anything I've done before is that it brings in food artists from every walk of the food life. And, there, I mean, there are are some things that people do with food that I didn't even know was a thing. And this is the industry I work in. Um, So you'll have, you know, butter carvers and people who – who carved fruits and vegetables and ice sculptors and um, 
definitely people who do what I do, which is a lot more in the confection area, like cakes and cookies and whatnot, but people who have just these incredible skill sets, um, and they're just, it's so diverse. So it's not just like a cake person against a cake person. It's someone who is specializes in bread, like one of the girls on my team. Um, and then there might be another team who has someone who's ready to carve into a squash. Um, and it, so it was just, it was really, it's really amazing to see all the different types of food, not just one, um, really being displayed and all of them kind of melding together to make these giant, like, over-the-top displays. Did you say a, a butter sculptors? I, I never heard. I heard of the ice sculptors. Butter? Really? There, there is an entire world of butter carving. I trust me. I had no idea either. And there's like competitions for butter carving where people see these like full busts of people, and it is the stuff. I'm telling you. The things that I learned about what you can do in the food world just from taking part in this show, that's why I'm, like, so excited for everyone to see it because I only got to see what happened on our episode. Like, I can't even imagine how many amazing, skilled, talented people were doing just crazy things in, in the rest of the episode. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. I love food competition shows, so I just love it, love it, love it. I guess because I'm such a foodie. Yeah. But this is something interesting. So, okay, I understand that your creation uh, is has a Star Wars theme. So can you – I know you can't tell us yeah, much. Yeah. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, right, right, right. My, my lips are sealed on quite a bit of it. Okay. But I will say that uh, when I first knew I was going to be on the show, you know, my team and I, we were like, what are they going to give us? Is it going to be Little Mermaid? Is it going to be Lion King? And, mm-hmm. and you kind of think Disney, first of all, of like just like kind of iconic titles, but then you forget that Disney also, as a part of its massive IP, has, you know, the Avengers, and they have Star Wars. And so when they told us Star Wars, we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, it, it hadn't even crossed my mind yet, but then we got so excited, and we were, I mean, we were on board. So our episode specifically. Hello. We dropped you, Jenna. Okay. there? I'm here now. Yes, I'm here. Okay, do we we have Jenna? We have Jenna. (laughs) Jenna. Hello, Jenna. Let me try recalling her. One second. Okay. Her line dropped. Okay. I'm here. All right, we have Jenna. All right. Hi, I'm so sorry about that. That's okay. So we were in the middle of a butter conversation here about the butter. Oh. Oh, I thought you had asked me about um, the Star Wars episode. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. Let's go back. Uh, okay, so tell me about, I know you can't tell us too much, but uh, yes. your creation is a part of a, a, a Star Wars theme. So tell us what you can. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's funny because when when my team and I, when we realized we were going to be um, a part of the show, we were all very excited and we were kind of just like, you know, what are they going to give us? Is it going to be Lion King? Is it going to be, you know, Little Mermaid? Um, but you you forget sometimes that Disney has now this ever growing huge IP, and which includes Avengers and now Star Wars. And so when they told us Star Wars, we were kind of like, what? But then the wheels started turning, and we're like, this is going to be really fun, and we started getting really excited. Um, and so when we got there, we were told the um, the the synopsis of basically how our episode was going to go was that uh, a rebel mechanic had called us for help to defeat the Galactic Empire. Um, so we needed to work together as a team to build a brand-new ship um, that no one's ever seen to kind of uh, help, help the good guys. Okay, that's a tall order. That's not... Exactly like going to Pet Boys and getting some oil for yes. your car or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty big. <laughs> so. Yeah, and and, and, a lot of, and and it wasn't just, you know, a small ship. It wasn't, can you make us, you know, a one-foot ship or, mm-hmm. I mean, even for me, I think the largest um, display I ever did was about three foot by three foot on. And I will tell you that this one is going to be much larger than that. <laughs> much larger. Okay. That yes. much we do yeah. know. So, okay, uh, I don't know if you're allowed to, to answer this, but I'm just going to ask anyway. All of the contestants, you, you ladies and gents, you have 
no idea at all. Do you you have no, so you, that means you have no time to to practice, rehearse any of this. You just walk in and they say, okay, this is what you're doing. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow, that yeah. is nerve wracking. Well, yeah, totally. We know the good news is, is that we we know our team okay. and we know our team's skill set. So part of my team was called the Carving Queens, and on my team um, were both Melanie and Annie. And Melanie Baker is an amazing amazing um, cake person. She's in the same world as I am. That's how I know her and I'm friends with her is that we um, we're in the same industry. We bounce a lot of the same ideas off each other. If I'm, you know, struggling with a cake concept or a structure, um, a lot of times I'll send her a note and she's like, this is what I would do. Um, so she's been a really great like ally for me. So when we, when we um, knew the show was coming up, we were like, we have to do this. Um, and her and I both uh, love Annie and we follow Annie. Annie's on the East Coast, and she's actually a bread maker. Um, and not by trade. This is just her second dairy thing that she's gotten into only since the pandemic. And she is absolutely incredible. She makes so many amazing things out of bread. Um, and we were like, we have to have her on our team. I don't know yet what we're going to be able to make with bread, but she's going to come up with something amazing. Well, Annie and the butter sculptors, uh, they would make great combination there. Man. Right? I know. Could you imagine if the bread and butter people were on the same team? Yes, it would be. Oh, I, goodness. I don't think as a uh, fellow contestant I would be able to get anything done. I'd just keep walking over to their station and be like, hey, so, about the bread and butter. Do we have any more of that? Exactly. Well, how many hours are you guys uh, given to complete these creations? Um, I don't, I, it, it was within a day. I, I can't remember the exact amount okay. of hours that we were given, but, um, it, I'll tell you this, it's something that I would normally make, um, over the span in my own shop over the span of like a week. Uh, we did in a day. So okay. it, it was, um, it was crazy. It was madness, but like the, the, the most fun madness you could probably imagine. So, okay. To get, on Foodtastic, did you and your yeah. team, did you have to audition? Do you have to send in a, a video? Or how did this happen? Yeah, so um, someone, a casting uh, agency, reached out to us. Um, both Melanie and I and Annie as well um, are very active in social media, so I think we were all um, kind of found in that world. But once we did, they were like, hey, this is great that you can make um, cake. And we know, obviously, that you can do cake and cookies from, you know, your, from everything that we've seen, but can you work with any other foods? So they wanted us to put together something um, to show them that we could create uh, out of other foods. Um, so I, this was actually last year, so I put together um, out of fruits and vegetables um, a Mickey Mouse holding a Christmas wreath. Oh, goodness. Um, with That's a cute. Santa hat on. And that was all done out of bell peppers and kale and broccoli and um, mashed potatoes and rice and, like, tons, like, every different food I could think of. Uh, I think I came home with, like, two carts full of groceries, and my husband's like, what are you doing with all of this? <laughs> oh, my goodness. A very healthy Mickey Mouse there, I, I might want to add. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it was, and it, I'll tell you, it was really outside of my wheelhouse, but it was really fun. And I thought, you know, if they put me on this, and I, and I know I'm comfortable with cake and cookies and sweets and that kind of stuff, if I can even do part of this one, um, like this Mickey, then, you know, hopefully I'll be able to add enough for my team you know, to, to get us by. Well, i got two last questions here. Uh, first yeah. being... Okay, Holland, we're in the holiday season. I can only imagine. What is it going to look like at your house as far as baked goods and, and all of this? And you got the show coming on uh, December 15th. <laughs> That's a lot. So so what can, can yeah. people expect, your family and friends? Yeah, well, so actually um, we just moved. Uh, we moved to the Nashville area, and we had a house that we um, – that we have had built and we've been working on it. It's been such a labor of love for the last year and designing it and designing all pieces of it. And I just actually this week decided that I think I want to make an entire 
gingerbread replica of this house. Oh, wow. How cool. To have out on display um, and maybe uh, to uh, give to our, our build team that helped us. Oh, what a nice, oh, that's so unique and customized and personable. That's wonderful, <laughs> Janet. I love that idea. Yeah. Love it. And last, Gingerbread's been one of my favorite uh, favorite mediums, and I've I've done some really giant gingerbread stuff, so um, I, I thought that would be the one way this holiday season that I could kind of give back to everybody else who's been so nice to us this year. Oh, yeah, gingerbread and, and chocolate milk is one of my favorite snacks, so. Oh, yeah, I like that. That is really good. And so lastly here, uh, how can people see your work uh, away from Foodtastic? And I understand you said you, you've been a part of other TV shows. Tell me about those two shows, and then how can people see your work? Yes. Yeah. So um, I actually started my own baking uh, company called Smoky Hollow Baking Co., um, and it started in L.A. We're going to move it here to Nashville um, soon. So I'm going to start posting different opportunities that we're doing, including, like, classes and things like that um, here in the Nashville area. But um, on my website, which is um, our Instagram handle, backslash Co or Facebook, backslash Co. that's where I post all of our um, – all of the latest information on uh, – watching the, the Foodtastic series, but also some of the, you know, fun things we've created recently. Um, and the last show that I was on, uh, which actually uh, you could probably see this time of year, was the Christmas Cookie Challenge on Food Network. Um, so I took part in that. I was in Season 2, Episode 1, and it was all about um, Christmas vacation. So that was really fun. Well, Jenna, it sounds like the next step for you after Foodtastic airs is having your own show. My goodness, you're just a regular here. <laughs> You know what? I would I would love that. Um, I I love the food world. I I didn't start in this world. I had a totally other job and a totally different world. And um, I just loved baking so much ever since I was a kid. And I just I knew that if I had a hard day at work, I would come home and I would bake, and that was the thing that would make me happy. And so one day I was just like, "What am I doing?" And kind of took this leap of faith and started baking a lot more. And it 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 grew and grew and grew, and we opened the. I opened my own bakery um, four or five years ago, and it's just it's just been such a passion of mine. So to be able to showcase it on Disney of all things is just it's still kind of mind blowing to me right now. But I just I can't wait for everyone to see it. Well, I can't wait either because, as I said, I am a huge fan of cooking competition shows. And again, it's December fifteenth. People can just binge. Eat and binge yes. watch. Yes, <laughs> exactly. The entire series will be available on December 15th, all of the different episodes, and they range from everything from, like, The Lion King and up to Avengers and then our episode, which is Star Wars. So I think between the food aspect of it, the different, like, cartoons and Disney IP, there's really something for everyone. I I have my own family, my own two young boys who are five and seven, and they are so excited for the series oh. to come out. So I'm like, I really hope that something that the whole family can get behind and watch, especially during the holidays. Um, I think it's it's just going to be great. Oh, I, I know it will be. This is a good time of year to just binge watch and binge eat. Get away from football right? for a minute there, folks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> get yourself some cake. Get yourself some bread and butter. Yes, the butter, please. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Jenna, thank you so much. You're such a delight. I see why you're so popular on these uh, cooking shows because you have such a great personality. And we'll be tuning oh, in. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're going to tune in starting December 15th and just binge all day long. So thank you yes, again. Yes, I'm so happy for it. Okay. Okay, take care and happy holidays thank you, to you. You uh, too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, what a delight she is. Uh, again, make sure that you tune in on December 15th. You can binge watch all episodes on Disney Plus, Foodtastic. 11 episodes in all. It's a series, of course. And they will upload them all on December 15th, Disney Plus channel. If you're already a subscriber, you know what to do. Just click on whatever number. And if you're not, Maybe this will be a good time to sign up for it during the holiday season. So we'll be back with our next guest right after this. Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone will be right back after this. 
This is Drew and Jonathan Scott, The Property Brothers, and you are listening to Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone. Okay, we are back with more of Film Festival Radio Show. And before we get to our final guest, want to bring to your attention, I have more information for you about yet another really cool jacket. This one is a little bit heavier than the, um, the, the denim jacket, but it does its job. I am just swamped with just so many cool jackets and coats and things for this year. These companies have been so kind, and we just thank you so much. So before I tell you about this particular coat, I want you to go visit their website. It's called Want Do, and that's spelled W-A-N-T-D-O, like do, wantdo.com. Let me tell you about this jacket. You know, holiday time, People are looking for gifts, obviously, and people are looking for ways to still, in spite of the pandemic, in spite of all of that, people still want to look good while they're traveling. Maybe it's for a weekend getaway, or if not, maybe it's a staycation. You still want, I do staycations all the time. I, I love doing that. And so, this is a beautiful jacket from Want Do, the Want Do brand. This is a packable, women's down jacket. It's ultra light. It's very light. It's called a puffer coat and it's short and it has a hood and I have one of them. It is beautiful. It's in white and it's like a glistening shade of white and again it has a short hood on it and it's very packable even though it is a down a downs jacket. It is very packable. It just packs without any problem because it's lightweight but also not only is it lightweight, but that does not mean that it doesn't do its job in keeping you warm. Now, here in Las Vegas, we have an area called Mount Charleston, and yeah, it gets cold up there. So this is a perfect jacket uh, for Mount Charleston or, or Mount wherever, wherever you are. This is very perfect. Maybe you want to go ski boarding or something like that. You'll stay warm. You will look good out there ski boarding and rolling around in the snow, and it is just a beautiful jacket. So not only does it look good, it has high quality. It's, it's made the, the interior, the think about houses, the insides of the jacket is very well made. Uh, it is filled with uh, down, high fill down insulation. Uh, the jackets offer high thermal efficiency without, again, weighing you down where you can't pack them. Because you, you've had those types of down jackets and they're, I mean, they're warm and all that, but they're hard as hell to pack. Not the case with this one. Not what want do. It is not. Now, I'll tell you the sensibility uh, that this brand represents. Not only do they make really quality items in apparel and such, Last year, they made a commitment to responsible down standard, RDS, and that ensures that the down and the feathers come from animals that are not subjected to undue harm or mistreatment. Is that not cool? A company that still remembers, you know, to take care of our animals and this, you know, not to be abusive to them. This particular puffer jacket, as I said, is ultra lightweight, has a short hood, and the fabric is very breathable and it's highly compressible. You know, I took it comes with its own little carrying zip carrying bag. So, and when it was, you just have to see it, order it, go to wanttodo.com. So when it, when the jacket arrived, it was in its own little carrying zip carrying case, and so I was like, how are they gonna? How is this jacket in this carrying case? So the minute I unzipped it. It just pulled it out the bag, kind of shook it a little bit, and it poof, it just, you know, it was just like, like a camping, uh, you know, like to blow up a tent or something. It just immediately came to life. It did. It, again, I said it has, a, it has an attached hood, front zipper, it's water repellent, it's a water repellent coating. It has very, very comfortable nylon bound elastic cuffs. Uh, the hem seal is very warm and is good for wind protection. Like I said, even though it's a lightweight, very packable jacket, it really does do a good job with keeping the person warm. So you're warm and you look good all at the same time. 
And again, what I really like that it has its own pouch for easy carrying. Uh, if you want to take it for hiking, climbing, maybe traveling, just walking through the outdoors or just casual wear. Yeah, do that. It does all of that. It's available in 16 colors. I have, like I said, I have the white. It's like a glistening ultra white, but they got 16 colors for you. And it starts all sizes small all the way up to a 3XL. So that includes just about everybody. Um, believe me, I, I should know because I've been, and I haven't never been a 3XL. I mean, nothing wrong with being a 3XL if you're healthy, but I've been all up, down, in between, all of that. But this particular one is just so cool. I mean, I was just waiting for you know we're here in the desert here in vegas so i was waiting for it to finally get cold so that i could wear the beautiful jacket and uh finally finally because they sent it like what about almost two months ago and it, it was still quite warm here but now i've been styling it around and i used to vacuum <laughs> i used to vacuum the floor I was vacuuming my house. I was like, I'll put my want-do jacket on. It's still hot outside, but it it just looks good even if you're casualing, you know, casual, I call it casualing, uh, casualing around the house. It still looks good. Uh, but do you know something? Want-do, W-A-N-T-D-O.com, not only do they make jackets and coats, that's not the only items that they have. This brand is known for a plethora of great other items for men women and children. They have apparel, footwear, plenty of gear for camping and other various outdoor fun activities. I'm personally not that much into camping. I kind of had a camping experience as a kid with poison ivy, but that's another story. We won't get into that. But hey, if you are into camping and the outdoors life, maybe mountain climbing or snowboarding or whatever, I think this is the website and they have an item or two or three or five or 12 to fit you. And I think if you're not into totally being outdoors, if you want to just look good while this fall winter, want to do is the place that you need to stop off and take it from me. I have one of their jackets and I just absolutely love it. Okay. Want, W-A-N-T, do.com. And if you don't mind, tell them I sent you. Tell them Film Festival Radio sent you. Christmas season, stack up while you can because sizes will be running out soon. So, okay, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we'll have our final guest. Take care, and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back with more of Film Festival Radio Show. Wow, talking about food-tastic kind of make me a little hungry with all of that food. You know, I'm such a foodie. I mean, it's not like... It's not like I eat a whole lot. I just like watching these food TV show creations that these very talented food chefs and food artists. I like all of that. I really do. I, I, I just do. And I'm sure that you do, too, because these shows are doing quite well. That's why they keep producing and releasing them. But anyway, uh, we are up to our next guest here, and she will be calling us in about 90 seconds here. So let me hurry and tell you about her. Her name is Isabella Vitovic. I hope I pronounced her last name correctly. But we'll find out when she gets here. And she is a very beautiful, very talented actress and writer and producer. And she is starring in this new horror film called The Accursed, which uh, is appearing at the Shock Fest Film Festival. In fact, uh, the film has the film festival, I should say, has already nominated Isabella for the Best Actress Award for their film festival. So we're going to find out more about that. And yeah, this film is already released uh, in various theaters last month and is currently in several on-demand major platforms that includes iTunes and all of the rest of the top ones. And so we will ask Isabella more information about the exact uh platforms where we can see it. I love a good horror movie. What about you? I do. Everybody loves a good horror movie. Again, because there's a big demand, just like with the food uh, competition, television shows, same thing with horror films. A good horror genre, good horror film in the genre, it just never gets old. So 
the accursed we're going to find out more from miss isabella what this film is all about um how did they shoot did they shoot the film during the pandemic or was it already done production already done uh what does she like about the accursed maybe her favorite scenes. We're just going to ask her everything. So I'm getting the green light that Isabella is on board. So we're going to bring her on and uh, find out more about the award nomination as well as more details about her fabulous career. So let's bring Isabella on right now. Hello, it's Janice. Hi, Janice. This is Isabella Zinovich. Well, good morning, Miss Isabella. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm just great. Just waiting for your call so we can get into the the grittiness and the nuts and bolts about your new (laughs) film. (laughs) Well, that's perfect. That's exactly what I'm calling about. Okay, great. Well, we're on at least we're on the same page here. <laughs> oh my! Well, okay. Let's let's just jump right in here. The the new film is called The Accursed. Hmm. That sounds like that's a horror film. Am, am I correct in that? Yes, you are correct to assume. Okay. Okay. But the good news, the really good news, is that uh, this film is making the uh, film festival circuit. I understand that you were nominated for a Best Actress Award for the Shock Film Festival. So can you give us an update on how that's going? I was. I was nominated last night at um, at Shock Fest Film Festival. We don't have the the winner yet, um, but you know, nonetheless, it's 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 very cool to to have your performance nominated. So we'll see the turnout. <laughs> oh, we're hoping that you bring the the gold across that finish line and bring it home. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. Oh no, I well, you know. I see where you are a triple threat for this project. You were the writer, the producer, and the, the actress, uh, lead actress. So that's a lot of hats to juggle. So uh, which of the three was the most challenging for you to do during this project? So I did. I wore two hats. I It would be amazing if I could say I wrote it as well, but I didn't. I produced and I acted in it, and then the two directors, Elizabeth Avinovich and Catherine Michelle, uh, wrote the film and directed it. Oh. So um, they wore the three hats. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I said, so yes, I did. I produced the film, and I was in it as well as the character of Sunny. And I, this was the first feature film that I had produced. I, I've done a few shorts, and I came on with, the Almost Normal Productions team and decided that I wanted to tackle a feature film with, you know, some more experienced people on the project. And it was a really great learning curve for me. And um, a little, you know, a little more to juggle than unusual being on set as an actress. (laughs) Yeah, full features. Yeah, a lot more responsibilities with that. So uh, did, did you have a favorite scene in the film, a favorite shoot scene or, or what? Oh, that's always a tough question. Um, it was a, it was a great, it was a great shoot, you know, because we had an ensemble cast. And so anytime you have an ensemble, it's a lot of fun, especially if you all get along, which we did. And I think the wedding scenes were, were my favorite just because the whole cast was together for the only time during the whole shoot for two or three days. And, um, 
it was just a lot of fun getting to play with everybody. So tell me about some of your co-stars. Who, who else uh, is a part of this cast? Yeah, I mean, I got to work with Nancy Butler, who's fabulous. She plays Hannah. And then I got to work with Gordon Vishnich, who plays Nicola, and Melora Walters also stars in the film. Uh, so it was really wonderful getting to work with some veterans in the industry. And then, in addition, I got to work with George Zampich, who plays my husband in the film. And we hadn't met, actually, before the film, but became really, really good friends, um, even now. And then Mayada Walsh, who plays Zada, um, I've known actually since 2013, I think. So we've been friends for a while, and she's just great. Anytime we have an opportunity to work with her, we're like, let's let's bring Mayada in for this role. So, <laughs> um, yeah, lots of just, I mean, the whole cast, really great. You know, Jenna Carpenter, who plays Aisha, she's also a, a personal friend of ours who's a really talented contortionist, and she also acts, so that's sort of how she got woven into that role, and um, lots of fun stories like that, people that we either knew or knew through a mutual friend, and that's that's what really brings a film like this to life, I think. Okay. Well, tell me about, uh, you mentioned a couple of minutes ago, um, the production company, Almost Normal Productions, and I understand that is ran by a trio of very talented and smart women. So tell me more about Almost Normal Productions. Well, thank you. Um, Almost Normal Productions is run by uh, me, Elizabeth, and Catherine, um, who I mentioned earlier, who directed and wrote The Accursed. And we, simply put, are a film production company that makes films for women to channel their inner badass. Oh, wow. I just really like to say that. <laughs> I love the way it sounds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, you know, we, I think sometimes the misconception about our films, hearing that mission statement is that our films are exclusive to women, and that's really quite the opposite. It's just that all of our films have strong female protagonists at its center, and um, in all of our films you're following this really badass woman who is relatable and otherwise, you know, every woman could probably find herself within that character somehow, but we're just placing her in a really extreme, crazy kind of a situation like in The Accursed. So, um, you know, we've got uh, we've got all kinds of roles in these films, both for men and for women that are really awesome and multifaceted, but um, ultimately it's, it's women channeling that inner badass. <laughs> oh, I just love the way that sounds. That should be, you guys, ladies, I should say, should have that on a coffee mug or something. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we do have merch. Okay. We do have, like, almost normal, always badass merch um, that kind of encompasses all of this. So, <laughs> Well, I know the company is based in Los Angeles, so how can people go on social media, websites to check, the company out. What's your uh, handle? Yeah, our company is Almost Normal Productions, so our website is the same, almostnormalproductions.com, and um, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram um, we're, and YouTube, we're under the same name, and that's also on our website, all of our social media handles. And then if you if you just go straight to our website, you'll see all the platforms that the movie is available on, too. So it's, a, it's an all-in-one Yes, just go to the website. Everything's there, which uh, brings me back to The Accursed. Uh, tell us uh, some of the other film festivals that the movie has uh, premiered in. Yeah, the film had its, uh, had its premiere at Popcorn Sites Film Festival earlier this year, and then it was just a chat fest, and then we'll be at a festival in Spain as well. But, you know, right now the film, um, we've had a few invites, um, and because it's out now, it's a little bit of a different, you know, it's a little different because not a lot of festivals like to take a film once it's been released. So we have a few more, and we'll still end the surrogate. Um, however, right now we're more focused on it. It's uh, digital release. Okay, okay. So it is out, it, and uh, is it still in theaters, in select theaters yet, or what? Um, so we had a, um, a, a theater run, and now it's strictly just on VOD. Um, so that includes most platforms. I think it, we're, on, we're on iTunes, Amazon, 
Voodoo, uh, Google Play, YouTube Movies, not, you know, Redbox. So okay. you probably have one of, you know, <laughs> one, yeah, of the, yeah. one of the few. So, and some people I know have all of them, so I don't know what that's about. I guess they have a lot of money to play right. something. Right. Wow. <laughs> uh, I wished. Well, okay, so... Tell me about, uh, obviously, uh, the movie was filmed during the crazy pandemic. I mean, how how challenging was that? Thankfully, we, we filmed the movie in spring of 2019, oh, and then we got caught doing post-production during the pandemic. Oh, okay. So, okay. you know, which is obviously doing any type of filmmaking during a pandemic or any type of art isn't ideal, but it was probably the best phase of the process that we could have got caught having to, to work remotely because it was very possible to get all the editing and the color and all of that done from home. So I think that's probably why we ended up getting um, caught up a bit. I think the filmmaking has been released a year earlier had it not been a pandemic, but we still we still got her done, so that's what matters. Well, the main thing is you got the filming done almost at the under the wire before all of this shutdown started, and that's really good. You got that over. With. I know. Oh, that was good timing. So, okay, what are you working on next? What is your your company, Almost Normal Productions? What's what's the next project? Yeah, well, we have multiple projects and like various stages of development but I think the next one is Exist which is also a horror ah. and but it's a bit of a different horror it's um almost like a horror action it's a little grittier it's a little bit like up the alley of from dusk till dawn so it's got a different vibe than the accursed does but same genre so we're looking to head into pre-production for that one Hopefully next summer. Okay, so will you uh, be one of the stars in it, or, or what? I will be in it. I will be in it. Yes. Okay. Um, it's like my little personal request. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. You're one of the bosses. It's okay. It's, it's good. I'm like, can I just get like a role in this one, guys? <laughs> Well, you've been, I, I see in my notes that you have been in front of the camera as an actress since you were a child, and so obviously you grew up in this industry. Uh, have you always wanted to assume the behind-the-scenes role as well or, or earlier on in your career or what? Uh, yeah, I started off really mostly acting, and then my mom is a filmmaker. You know, you could probably tell by, by the name, Elizabeth Edovinovich, yeah. so... She's had the company, and, and she's been behind the camera for some time now, and I think it was just natural. I, I took an interest in it really young, and I think I wrote I wrote a, a short film around the age of 12, and that was when my introduction to working um, behind the scenes started. And since then, I had been lightly involved with some of our short film productions and and I co-wrote a screenplay with my mom and I started to learn that I really liked being hands-on more than just as an actress because it's a completely different world. Um, I liked being aware of what was happening behind the camera as well. So, um, yeah, so I think probably almost, you know, coming on 10 years now, I've been in some way involved with the filmmaking process, but more um, more seriously, more intentionally through the accursed. Well, I think, obviously, you're doing an outstanding job. I love it when I see women who are gorgeous in front of the camera and smart and gorgeous behind the camera. That is such a good recipe. <laughs> it is such a good recipe. Thank you. It's a lot of work, but it's so worth it, I think, and I know it is. And, I'd like to think so. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we will hopefully uh, find out whether or not you won the Best Actress Award for Shock Fest. Uh, we'll just go to the website, almostnormalproductions.com, and that way we can keep up with um, everything the film is doing and everything your company is doing, you and the other two ladies. That's so, so cool. 
just lovely. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for chatting with me this morning. I really appreciate you doing so out of your very, very busy schedule, obviously. Oh, of course. Thank you for chatting with me. It was fun. Okay. And please come back uh, next project. We would love to bring you back to talk about whatever the, the next film is, and you can give us the backstory of that one as well. Absolutely. I would love that. Okay. Well, you have a wonderful rest of the day. You too. Thank you so much. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we are so out of time here. Thank you so much, by the way, uh, Isabella, for sharing with us uh, about the accursed. Oh, my goodness, it sounds like it's one of those movies that you just kind of just like, ooh, you know, kind of scary, but in a good way. So anyway, uh, make sure that you support the projects that our guests have, whether it's film or television shows, music, books politicians yeah just uh yeah we bring you these guests we have a lot of fun talking to them and we know that you enjoy listening to these uh, guests because you tell us that you do so anyway uh food food i should say food tastic all 11 episodes on the disney plus channel you can go out and download them starting on december 15th and also uh go out and see the movie the horror movie the accursed yeah, get a little scary there in your bones while you're doing all that holiday shopping. So that's going to do it for this edition of Film Festival Radio Show, and we will see you on the next edition of the show. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.